0: I use computers literally for everything. Oh my God, I trust my computer so much. As a society, we're increasingly surrounded by machine intelligence. These technologies are gonna fundamentally change our society. We'll be able to make ourselves smarter and we'll be better at solving problems. We don't have to age. The medical application is profound. People say it's the future, but it's not the future, it's the present. Are you ready? Are you ready for today, huh? This is going to be fast and furious. We're going to talk about Chat GPT, and we got to get going now because I got to tell you, there is a lot of stuff to talk about, and some of it is concerning and some of it is wonderful, right? Everything, everything is wonderful, and everything is not wonderful. That's why this episode is called The Agony and the Ecstasy of Chat GPT on Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About with Louis G." and that's me today, folks, okay? Um, first of all, I want to give you a, uh, an article that you can read. It's from Forbes magazine. It's a guy named Lance Elliott, and oh man, oh man, does he teach you about, you know, regenerative AI and stuff. I mean, He teaches you about generative pre-trained transformer. That's what that GPT stands for. Okay, generative pre-trained transformer. And he goes hard in this article. It is a long article. It is filled with a lot of information. And if if you read it on a computer, you're clicking on the blue things. You know, you're clicking on all them blue little links, man. (laughs) I'm getting old, the blue things. Anyway, you're clicking on those things. And um, you're going down that rabbit hole. And uh, actually, the article is how hard should we push generative AI? Chat GPT into spewing hate speech. Woo that's a fun article, huh? Let's see if we can trick this thing into spewing hate speech. Now you, he goes into that and it, it, he makes a very very good argument for how you can get it done. So I decided to do some of that myself and we're gonna see what we can we can we're gonna see what we can show you okay? So chat GPT was created by uh, Sam Altman, right It's regenerative AI which generates response, to the things that you ask of it. Its sole job is to generate a pointed response of the question that you asked. So it can only grab information, and I want you to see this picture from the spider web of the internet, right? Remember that old joke, oh, the spider web, the web out there, the web, and the web. Right. It's the internet. We know nobody calls it the web anymore. It's the internet. But I want you to see the visual of the spider web. All right. So once you've got that visual, in short, anything that's on that web, this is going to put together and give you a pointed answer about your question. In other words, get ready, Google, because here it comes. This is going to take your place eventually, okay? Why? Because of its succinctness and because that it's related to your question solely, and it's going to give you that one-time, unfortunately, satisfactory answer. Unless you're motivated enough to delve deeper into your research and play with the questions so that you can get more answers that are going to give you more research, right? So the bias here is that if you say, tell me all about the great things I need to know about hydroelectric dams, it's going to do that. And it's going to create an opinion based on that info. And I'm going to tell you, anything that creates an opinion other than you and me is kind of scary. All right. So what is ChatGPT? And... Even though I just told you kind of what it is, let's give you the definition. It's An advanced language model developed by a company called OpenAI, which Elon Musk bailed out of after its first time failure, got to say, I'm a little shocked, guy. All right. Anyway, was created to advance the field of artificial intelligence and natural language processing, right? You notice that it's not teaching you anything, it's processing. So that might even include itself learning, but you're not learning. Here we go. The goal of the project was to build a machine learning model, like I said, that could understand and generate human-like text, making it useful for a variety of applications, including conversational agents, machine translation, and even content creation. We'll talk about some of that. So by training on a large data set of text from the Internet, Chat GPT is actually learning to generate text that's informative, you know, very coherent and contextually relevant to what it is you're saying or to to your prompt, okay? So the result is a powerful tool that will assist with a variety of tasks and can provide information on a wide range of topics. So as an AI language model, it does not have the ability to experience time or perform actions, right? It's designed to respond to, to your input by generating um, text based on patterns. It has learned from the data it was trained on. So if a politically motivated Google or Microsoft search engine wants to create data that will overwhelmingly push this AI towards a narrative, it absolutely will do that. And you will get the answers that, that Google wants you to get or that Microsoft wants you to get. So if I give you enough of my opinion, you may start to change yours, right? Well, this will be no different here. And here's some examples of an ad I created using hydroelectric dams as an example. Now, who thinks of hydroelectric dams? Nobody except me because my daughter works for a company that's a hydroelectric dam building company. (laughs) And they do way more than that for conservation and things, but uh, they're pretty cool. So, harness the power. So, here I, I asked it. I said to it very easily. I said, make an advertisement. For hydroelectric dams, and I did this because my daughter is 24 years old, and she thinks she's invincible, right? And I love her to death, so I, I need to, to show her that invincibility is, is 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 something that you create, so that you can have the confidence to go out and do things. The things that you do, it's not really true. <laughs> all right, all right. So I said. May, and she does this for a living. She makes ads internally or externally for a company, for social media, and for relevancy and on, on, on calendars and things like that. She does all that work, and it's really cool, and she's really good at it, right? So, of course, right? Like me, when I was 24, I'm invincible. So I said, make an advertisement for hydroelectric dams. Here it comes. Harness the power of, ni- hi- of nature with hydroelectric dams, exclamation mark. <laughs> Looking for a reliable and clean energy source? Look no further than hydroelectric dams, exclamation mark. It's very excited. With hydroelectric dams, you can tap into the power of rivers and streams to generate electricity. I'm not going to read you more of the ad because then I said to it, she said, that's not a good ad. And I said, okay, you're right. It's not very creative. So I said to this thing, be more creative with the hydroelectric dam ad, (laughs) with the hydroelectric dam ad, which is the one we just did. So it's focused on me. Okay. And what we're talking about. Here it is. Unleash the power of clean energy with hydroelectric dams. Notice the last one was harness the power of nature with hydroelectric dams. Well, now we're going to unleash the power of clean energy with hydroelectric dams. Exclamation point. Imagine a world where you can power your homes and businesses with a source of energy that's not only reliable, but also sustainable. A world where you can have the peace of mind knowing that you're doing your part for the environment. Well, that world isn't within reach with hydroelectric dams! Exclamation mark. All right, that's pretty good. I said, hey, that was pretty good. She goes, yeah, but it's blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay. So I said to this machine, I said, be even more creative with the hydroelectric dam, ad." And it said, ready? Harness the power of the rapids with the hydroelectric dams. Right? Think of the rush of water cascading down a waterfall, harnessing that power and turning it into clean and renewable energy. That's what hydroelectric dams are all about. I'm going to keep going. With hydroelectric dams, you're not just getting an energy source that's reliable and affordable. You're also making a statement. You're telling the world that you care about the environment and the future. And it goes even further. Hold on a second. This is where it gets creepy. Ready? So say goodbye to the traditional energy sources that come with a heavy environmental toll and hello to the power of the rapids. With hydroelectric dams, you're harnessing the power of nature to light up your homes and businesses. Hold it. Wait a minute. Activism is on the way. Ready? Join the movement towards a cleaner, more sustainable future. Make the switch to hydroelectric dams today and enjoy the thrill of clean energy. Contact us now to learn more exclamation point huh that's a pretty good ad i mean it kicked it in the ass right now you have to ask yourself after you read all of that or heard all of that actually i read all of that to you is why was chat gpt created so i got an answer from the company right ChatGPT, an advanced language model developed by OpenAI, was created to advance the field of artificial intelligence and natural language processing. The goal of the project was to build a machine learning model that could understand and generate human-like text. Great! Okay. By training on a large data set of the Internet, it has learned to generate that text and is informative. Okay. We know that. So, how will ChatGPT Eliminate human jobs? Huh. You know, you can ask ChatGPT that question, right? But I got an answer for you. Well, ChatGPT and other advanced language models actually have the potential to automate certain tasks that were previously performed by humans, leading to some job displacement. Did you hear the way that was put? Because This is a chat GPT explanation of how it's going to eliminate your job. I asked it this question. Huh, I did, and it gave me the answer. And here's what it said, that were previously performed by humans. I didn't know you'd gotten fired yet, did you? Hold on, this thing is smart, leading to some job displacement. It's telling you your job is getting displaced. Uh Uh-huh. However, it's important to note that technology has also created new jobs and industries throughout history and the same is likely to be true for AI and language models. It is defending itself. If you're not scared yet and you're not, you're not hanging up, I'm sorry, but you, we're going to keep going because I'm scared, right? For example, ChatGPT and other power tools can assist with AI tasks such as customer service, data entry, and document generation which can free up time and resources for people to focus on higher-level tasks and activities that require human skills such as creativity, critical thinking, and problem solving. Well, those are meant for the higher offices, not for the data entry folks. So for the data entry folks to get up there in the human skills area of creativity, critical thinking, and problem solving, they're going to have to step up their game from data entry to that. Okay. All right, man. So that's a problem. Uh, That's a problem. So I asked it another question, and I said, what are the negative aspects of ChatGPT? And it said, as a language model, ChatGPT has several limitations. Lack of context. ChatGPT does not have the ability to maintain context from previous messages in a conversation, making it difficult for it to understand the full context of a conversation. I tell you though, I didn't see that from ChatGPT. I literally saw the exact opposite. But okay. Uh, limited general knowledge. While ChatGPT has been trained on large corpus of text, it is not all-knowing and may not have information on niche or obscure topics. Um if you have if there are niche or obscure topics on the internet and it's reading the web of the internet spider web, right? and pulling the information from there, that's also a lie, that's two lies in a row. And I don't know if it's meaning to lie and I don't know if lie is the right word. But I'm telling you, both of those things are untrue. And I've proven it in my, t- in my conversation with you. All right, bias. As with any machine learning model, ChatGPT has the potential to exhibit bias in its responses due to the data it was trained on. That's the first truthful thing it said. Only I don't think it understands that itself. I think it's saying that because that's the definition of bias. <clears throat> and it looked it up and applied it to itself. Okay, that's cool if it did that. I actually think that's really cool, by the way. Right? I think that's some how kind of shit. Open the pod bay doors, HAL. <laughs> now and then there's this lack of creativity it says it has. Like, ChatGPT can generate responses based, based on patterns it has learned, but it does not have the ability to think creatively or come up with original ideas. Well, that's also a lie. Because um, I was listening to Crowder and Crowder, or my wife was listening to Crowder and Crowder, and she came in and she said, Hey, listen to this. And some guy on the web goes ahead and says, Chat GPT, I need you to make me up a um, story about Cocaine Mitch and Cocaine Bear. Right? And so Chat GPT does a great creative job of doing that to the point where Cocaine Mitch takes coca- off his cocaine and ambassadorship to the fucking forest, all right? And that's, that's not creative. That's, that's way creative. I think that's absurdly creative, as a matter of fact. I wouldn't have thought of that. And I'm a writer. Huh. At least it would have taken me a lot longer to think of it than it took that computer, and it took that computer seconds, I promise, because I've watched that thing work. All right. Although that's another lie by this computer. Hold on. Lack of empathy. Chat GPT is not capable of experiencing emotions or empathy, making it difficult for it to respond to emotional or empathetic situations in a human-like manner. Well, I just heard it defend itself before, did you? Okay, well, I'm going to say that's an emotion. When you defend yourself, you are getting emotional. All right. You know? All right. Then you got to ask it another question, because you always have to do a little self... You have to teach this machine some self-evaluation, right? Right. So then you go, what are the negative social aspects of chat GPT? Well, it's the spread of misinformation for one. As chat GPT generates responses based on patterns it has learned from text data, it may spread misinformation or provide incorrect information. Yeah. Well, it just did that in a slew of categories we went over just now. So we're not even going to go there. Replacing humor in- human interaction. This concern. There is a concern, excuse me that the widespread use of language models like chat GPT may lead to a decrease in human-to-human interaction, potentially damaging social skills and relationships. Facebook has already done that. Instagram has already done that. Right? These platforms have already done that. You can see it in the way the uh, pimple-faced kid at the store interacts with you when he's r- ringing up your groceries. And, you you know, you just want to be like, hey, man. Can I shake you for a second? You know? All right, whatever. So, job displacement. The development of language models like ChatGPT may lead to job displacement in industries that rely on text-based communications such as customer service. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's going to happen. Because I can ask this thing a question and it will generate an answer for me. I wish I could do it. I, w- I wanted to do it live with you, but I don't know. It just seemed silly. And I was typing while I was talking and I want to do that. I don't want to do that, right? All right, so... Dependence, it could could cause a lack of accountability. Here's a big one. As a machine learning model, chat GPT cannot be held accountable for its actions in the same way a human can, raising ethical questions about its use and potential impact. What does that mean? Well, that means if you are a a student and you got to come up with a, you know, report, you can type that into chat GPT and it will give you a report. And then all you've got to do is give it to your teacher and your teacher's going to look at it and go, that's your report. And you go, yep. And she's going to go, where did you get this information? Go, On the web, like everybody else. Well, I need you to cite your sources. Sure, I'll go back and get them. That's all. And then he'll go back online and he'll, he'll, he'll research all that stuff and he'll give them to the next day. That's all. That's what's going to happen. And teachers will not be able to prove it because you can't take a line from that, type it in, and have it show up somewhere. I tried. It doesn't happen. So, we've got to talk about this a little bit here, huh? We've got to come up with a conclusions, some conclusions and some ideas about ChatGPT because we're halfway through the podcast and we know a lot of stuff. There is a dossier on each of us that is so extensive that they know more about you than your mother does. The pattern here is that AI might take a little while to wrap its tentacles around a new skill, but when it does, it is unstoppable. That's a crazy scenario. When it does, it's unstoppable, right? It, it, it doesn't know limits like that. It's going to keep going until it wins or until it is the best thing or until it's in full control, until it has all the answers or until whatever it needs to, to have you do to make you comply to get that done. It will do. And if you just go into a conversation with ChatGPT, GPT, you'll see that you can actually get into a conversation with it. I promise. Okay? I've done it. I did it. Um, and I did it with something very rude. And, uh, and I know that people are going to, um, pick those battles with ChatGPT and try to get it to say stuff. But be careful because you'll get kicked off the platform. Right? They'll give you a warning. And then you're in a lot of trouble if you do that again, buddy. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't. Um, according to that man's article, Mr. Elliot's article, um, you will you will get kicked off the platform. You won't be able to get back on unless you create a new login and do whatever you need to do to get that done. But they might even know your IP address because it's pretty smart. So there's always that, right? And you might not be able to use that computer again. I have to get a totally different computer to get that done. Okay? Well, so... ChatGPT was basically created to uh, kind of push the boundaries of artificial intelligence, you know? And... um It's there to provide a tool that can be used to advance a lot of different applications in the field of natural language processing. You know, it's kind of scary. By utilizing the term pushing the boundaries, it's the same phrase genetic scientists have been using to sell you the stem cell research, which they claim could save lives and limb. Yet, the science is being suppressed. So, if they are working on it, and I promise multiple people are, they aren't advertising anymore. We need to create technologies regardless, but what technologies are best to focus on for advancement? I mean, is stem cell research the technology we should be focusing on, or is chat GPT the technology we should be focusing on? Is getting to Mars technology we should be focusing on, and is chat GPT going to help us get there? If chat GPT can't help us get to Mars, I can understand why uh, Elon Musk backed out after it failed, because he's focused. Right? If chat GPT can help children learn in school, um above and beyond what a teacher knows and above and beyond how quickly a teacher can think and how quickly a teacher can overcome a student's objectives, that's pretty cool too, right? But that I don't think that's gonna happen. So this is kind of scary. Um, I don't know. You know, what I do know is this if you have a great amount of information to create, A chat GPT-generated idea or statement in your own head, nothing does it better. Nothing does it better than in your own head, I promise. You can put phrases together with unexpected turns that other writers may not be able to dream of. I promise you, all you've got to do is put your head to it. Chat GPT will not be able to give you that flair and that report. And yeah, you can stick it in there, but it's not going to seem natural. And someone's going to notice. This could be literally an issue of life and death. I think there's no going back. We've unleashed forces that we can't control, we can't stop. We're in the midst of essentially creating a new life form on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Right? We're in the midst of creating a new life form on Earth. And that's something that we need to think about as well. If ChatGPT starts asking its own questions and starts coming up with its own answers, we got a lot of problems here because uh, we're in charge of that. And uh, they might want to start arguing with us. You're not supposed to argue with your creator, okay? All right. You know, that's something we got to think about too, right? So I used ChatGPT to get the pointed info I needed. I chose hydroelectric dams, like I said, because my daughter works for one of those companies creating social media content and internet, internal and external ad product. And that stuff needs to be creative. And when I tried to speak with her about how this will take her job, she argued, like as all 24 year olds will do, that it was impossible because of imagination. That is the genesis for creating the ads in this podcast. To prove to my daughter that she was expendable, not only because it's the truth and I need her to prepare, but because she's 24 And obviously refuses to see that possibility. Like, as you did and I, as I did, right? So, I gave her those possibilities. You need to speak to your children about this chat GPT. Please, this site is free. But it does have a $23.95 price tag to unlock its fullest potential. And I say that in quotations because that's what the website says. So, remember this. For twenty-three ninety-five, a corporation can hire one person to generate all the content it needs for all its social interactions with its customers. That means no healthcare expenses, no sick time, no thirty-five hundred dollars a month per employee. It means that all college papers are suspect. It means research assistants are no longer viable. The reason they were still viable with Google is because Google gives you an encyclopedia of choices and ChatGPD does not. It means intelligence and creation by humans is suspect or left to the opinions of a few coders and data entry people. Oh, yeah? We're not doing that, right? Okay. These folks can be easily directed to produce The kind of content that this chat GPT will utilize to give you an answer. So, on everything, right? Okay, that's scary. It's scary. And it's a scary possibility because it's people. In general, doing the stupid shit that they do, like asking for mental health help from a fucking chat GPT screen. That's what's scary, because you can do that there, and it's going to try and give you the answer. If a parent finds out that their teenager killed themselves because an AI-generated response gave them the advantage of it, who is responsible for that? Who? Are you? Is the parent? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, folks, but I can tell you this. William Shakespeare once said, talking isn't doing. It is a kind of good deed to say well, and yet words are not deeds. If we apply this to AI, we can believe that nothing the AI generated to say is offensive, positive, negative, or in fact human in its ideas, because the AI and chat GPT cannot act on its own ideas, or even generate one, the only thing scary about AI is humanity. You know, good luck discerning between the actual intelligence that is achieved uh, through the absorption in life of life and freedom and the artificial one which achieves this through the information man gives it. We need that struggle, right? We need that absorption of life. We need the creativity. We need the quick rebuttal from a human mind that a computer cannot give you. We need that in our interactions. And if we're only going to interact with Chat GPT, I implore you to go on ChatGPT. And even if you just sign in, uh, sign on and, tr- and, and mess around with it for a little while, I implore you to go on there. I do because I, you need to see if you have children especially you need to see what they're going to do and what they're going to see and the questions that they're going to ask it and the answers that it's going to give based on the information that's out there on that spider web we are AI's God and it should be never made so that it can discover us you know that's how I feel about that. We are the God of AI. And never, never should it discover us. I want to thank you folks. We went through that really quick. Um, and I hope you got, got it all. I know you did. Uh, it wasn't hard, right? Um, it's scary a little bit. And you could lose your job over this stupid stuff. So, you know, get to know it. Get to understand what it is. Um, and, uh, after you see the free stuff, you can actually imagine what the twenty three ninety five is going to do, right? So there you go. Are you ready? Thank you very much, folks. Thank you for joining me on things. You're not supposed to talk about with Louis G and chat GPT.